Bulibwanji from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Malawi update from the 14th of July, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Martha Chizuma, director of the Anti-Corruption Bureau, or ACB, said they are in their final stages of the Zunath Satar corruption scandal investigations. Recall that Satar is a businessman who's alleged to have been awarded 16 contracts worth over $150 million. It's also alleged that he bribed 53 public officials, including the vice president. Chizuma said the bureau is currently investigating 14 people and that the public should expect more arrests. So far, the ACB has arrested the former inspector general of the Malawi police, George Kainja, and the deputy commissioner of police, Wawi Kulua, on allegations that they received $8,000 and $20,000 respectively from Satar to award his company a contract worth $8 million. More high-profile people were arrested this week in yet another corruption case. On Tuesday the 13th, fiscal police in Lilongwe arrested businessman Leston Uli and former chief secretary to the office, President Cabinet Lloyd Mukata. The police are yet to disclose reasons for the arrest. Rumors have it that their charges have to do with the abuse of office. Local media house reported that the two signed a loan repayment schedule with the now defunct Malawi Savings Bank. The repayment period for the loan was set for 200 years. Media House further reported that the loan has now accumulated to 30 billion wacha, which is 29 million U.S. dollars. When queried, the police said they're still gathering information. On Monday the 7th, a leaked document bearing the Reserve Bank of Malawi's emblem took social media by storm. The document revealed that the Malawi Regulatory Authority, or META, held its 151st Energy Pricing Committee meeting on Tuesday the 5th. During the meeting, an upward price adjustment meaning increase for petrol, diesel, and paraffin, posed, among others, petrol were decreased by almost 14 cents, diesel by 19%. In response to this, Meta released a statement saying that they had not adjusted the prices of these commodities since June. They said that should there be any adjustments, all communications will be made by Meta itself and not other bodies, as the document suggested. The flip side, Malawians should expect another hike in the borrowing rate. Reserve Bank of Malawi, or RBM, hinted at another increase in the policy rate, the rate at which commercial banks borrow from the central bank. Thus, the hike is likely to make the cost of borrowing for locals even higher. Currently stands at almost 14%. This would be the second time within three months that the policy rate gets adjusted. In May, the policy rate increased from 12 to 14%. Economic analysts have said that RBM would be justified to raise the policy rate as currently below headline inflation which is 19%. Ministry of Trade and Industry distanced itself from a fake post. The post was made on a page called The Ministry of Trade. On Facebook, it said the ministry had partnered with the African Development Bank to support small and medium enterprises by giving financial aid and grants to deserving entrepreneurs and farmers across the country. They said the opportunity was created to help SMEs recover from the current global economic crisis and urge interested persons to apply through a link provided on the post. Saturday the 9th, the Ministry of Trade and Industry said this post was created by scammers who were impersonating the trade ministry. Copyright issues also made headlines this week following news. The family of late Michael Frederick Sauka, composer of the Malawi National Anthem, has asked the government to stop playing the anthem since the government failed to honor their pledge to take care of him and his family. 
Sauka's nephew, Francis, said they have been approaching the government for 32 years and have not received any assistance. He said their family cannot afford daily meals or proper shelter and have not put up a respectable tombstone for the late composer. Monument and Culture Director Dr. Lovemore Mazibuko said the government is not in possession of any records of said pledges. However, many people said that Sauka's family should receive royalties. Police have bemoaned the increase of illegal immigrants in the country. On Wednesday the 6th, police in Mponela impounded a 30-ton truck carrying 42 illegal Ethiopian immigrants. One of the immigrants said he doesn't know how they got to Malawi and that they only want to be sent back home. He added that they had been in transit for at least four months. Upon interrogation, the driver of the truck, a Malawian national, revealed that unknown people in Karonga advised him to ferry the immigrants to Lilongwe in exchange for fuel. Illegal immigrants are usually aided into the country by Malawians who do so in exchange for bribes. A man by the name of Domingo Chilenje made headlines after climbing on top of a power transmission line tower in a suicide attempt. This happened in Makingida Township in Blantyre on Sunday the 10th. Reports from the scene said he wanted to get electrocuted to death. Upon hearing the news, the Electricity Supply Corporation of Malawi shut down the power grid. Community members called the police, who then managed to talk the 40-year-old out of his death wish. He was then taken to the Chikuli Health Center for a mental examination. Incidents sparked conversations on men's mental health in the country, which may push many to similar extremes. Another shock came from the FDH bank management after the first winner of their Kukonza Tsugolo promotion, which means securing the future, the, the individual turned down his 1 million Kwacha cash prize, which is almost $1,000. When the bank officials called Sergeant Makwesa to tell him of his luck, he retorted, saying that he has lots of money and the prize should be given to the poor. When queried, he said he responded that way because he suspected it was a fraudulent phone call. Luckily, the bank was able to convince Sergeant Makwesa of his luck, who now says he is grateful to have won the money. Standard 8 pupils start, uh, started sitting for this year's primary school leaving certificate of education exams on Wednesday the 13th. The Ministry of Education said over 265,000 candidates were registered to take the exams. They also said they paid particular attention to special needs learners to ensure they are catered to during the exams. They have provided Braille materials, large print, as well as oral exams for those with physical disabilities. If successful, the learners will proceed to secondary school. On Friday the 8th, 5,000 Kwacha Banknote won a global award for the best currency in 2022. The note was introduced in February this year. It was awarded for its security features and the uniqueness of images used on it as compared to other currencies that were produced in the world around the same time. While generally happy about the development, Gen Zers or Zoomers, took this as an opportunity to bemoan the country's economic turmoil on social media and have nicknamed the note a beauty without brains. And to close this edition on Saturday the 9th, comedian Nyanyu talked about being a woman in the entertainment industry. This is following her recent tour for Vile Keke Night of Laughter, events where she performed in the city of Lilongwe, Msuzu, and Blantyre. Part of her post read that some people wanted me to debase myself and give them sexual favors in exchange for professional partnership and sponsorship. She went on to reveal that a man offered her 10 million kwacha, about $9,700, to have sex with her. Her post has sparked serious sexual gender abuse 
debates on social media. While some doubt the legitimacy of her story and are demanding the man's name to prove she isn't lying, others firmly believe her. Want to know anything? Tell us at Malawi at Warshock.com. Itani Bueno.